You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 222 of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. That's right, we're coming at you live as the Red Wings get absolutely dominated. Yeah, dominated. Throw all your favorite words out there. The Wings are, uh... Matt, this game is over. Now, Mike, breaking favorite. breaking news. Yeah. Breaking. Absolutely. Red Wings were breaking. They were uh, metaphorically getting kicked in the dick. And now Picker just took a, a puck to the wiener. And it looks like that's gonna be the end of his night. And Nadelkovich again, <laughs> again gets pulled, and now he's gotta return to another Red Wing game. My God. So what I was gonna say. Let me turn off my screens here. All right, screens off. Screens, there we go. No, that screens off. Uh, Mike, we have we have one individual who watches our shows who has been adamant that uh, Jeff's not doing as bad a job. But um, you know, I I would I'll say this: I've never heard performance art face to face, so maybe it's tongue in cheek sometimes. Uh, But here we go, Mike. Performance art. Who I, I, it's not even like he loves Blashill. I think it's just one of those things where, you know, he's like, come on, it's not only Blashill. But here we go. Performance art throws it in there. He's finally thrown in the towel. Blash is gone. That's it. Tristan, fire Blash. Woo. Um, Chewie's coming in nice. Hey, Chewie, what's going on? He's just saying, hey. Uh, JM, guys. This hurts. Oh my God, does it hurt? <laughs> Chris, great question. We'll jump into this uh, in a little bit. Why would you start Ned on the back to back? I think uh, Pickard just showed you why. <laughs> he comes in and what did he give I, him? A five spot? I don't know if. See, that's not fair. And we'll get into that. But I mean, we're talking about rolling oh, these guys. Oh, boy. We're talking about rolling these guys when they're cold compared to when they're supposed to be going in and starting that game. Uh, completely different so mindset. I got to cut you off real quick, Matt. Yeah. Uh, I was tongue-in-cheek going to say, hey, Nadelkovich stopped his first shot back after getting pulled. Then his second shot went in. Nine to two Penguins. Yep. There you go. It's <laughs> just throwing that in there. Ace throwing it in there. The ice for Malkin. Um, Chris, biggest problem is the goaltending, not necessarily the coach. Now, see, Chris, that's that's my thing. Is I, I'm kind of getting fed up with the um, the the way these guys are starting, not letting them just roll through a loss because these guys need rest. And Nadelkovich, I mean, it's like he's playing every game because if Grice plays, Nadelkovich has to finish the game. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, then we try to do this, but Nadelkovich just played and he's not getting full rest. And now he's what are we doing tomorrow? I mean, not tomorrow, but you know what I mean. As we move forward, what are we doing moving forward? Like, (laughs) I just, 
it, so I'm... Ned's got to play again, again, with, you know, without any rest. I, I just. If this has to be, man, I, we we really got to get our, our research team together because I can't believe how many times we've pulled Nadelkovic only for him to return in the same game. I that's it's had to have happened four or five times. I don't think this has ever happened in the history of hockey. I I I, I wish uh, this is what now now Prashant Thayer again. Uh, enemy we, of the we show. We never say like a friend of the show because. Um, and we don't, we don't think he show. had. Yeah. We don't think he had a great time. <laughs> but that's what we need him to do the, the research on. Like enough, enough with telling us how bad we are. Let's do some research on how often as a coach. As Chris Jericho used to say, we need the monkeys in the van. Get the tape together. <laughs> but yeah, this is brutal. Um, I I don't know. Are there if there's any real. Uh, Solutions? Silver lining uh, elements oh, in this yeah. game, um, except for when Larkin scored and he had that emphatic fist pump along the boards. That was kind of an F yeah, but, you know, then the Penguins scored again. So it was kind of a hollow gesture. But um, I don't know, man. Is this going to be another one of those games where we just touch on, um, you know, Mo and Lucas being, you know, among the league leaders for rookie points? I, I I don't know. Is this is this another time that we have to do that, or, or is this more of a game where we're going to be talking about you know Blashill getting fired and how hollow a gesture that's going to be? Because there's what's the point? We're just yeah bringing in a lame duck guy and you know, yeah you don't you don't whoever they bring in now with what 10, 12 games left yeah and we've we've talked we've talked this one to death like you you don't you know you're making a point you're making a show to fire Jeff right now. Um, Cause I think it's, it's pretty clear. All these guys just want to get to the end of the season. Um, and I, I would say too, it's even clear for Jeff because he, he's thrown in the towel with, his, with some of these decisions here. So I thought we'd open up uh, on, on, on some of this here with uh, Adam Ernie, Mike. Hmm. <laughs> um, five on what? five expected goals against the Tampa Bay lightning, Mike 1.67. Not, not great. Like, Not good, Bob. Just think about what the what the game plan would be here. Just hold the Tampa Bay Lightning uh and, and their offense to nothing. That's what we looked at, right? Ten to two. Now we way. got really close to that. But Mike, uh here we go. Ernie, uh second worst expected goals for per sixty in the entire game, bringing our, our average down here. Uh let's not let's not forget. Now not, not all these guys that we're gonna mention on here are like um world beaters. Uh, are, are they the elites of the NHL? Uh, but every single one of these guys, Mike, had a better expected goals for per 60 than Adam Ernie. And this is for the podcast listeners, of course. Uh, well, let's start with, uh, let's go from the bottom. Tara Hirose, Mike, could have been a better option than Adam Ernie. Michael Rasmussen, also a plus. I, I mean, you know, the plus 1.98 expected goals for per 60. I, I think it uh, topped off at around five for these uh, six players. Uh, but also this list also includes Phillips Adina, Sam Gagne, Joe Valeno, and Mike, Adam Ernie, five on five minutes on ice. He had more than Jakob Verana. Now, Mike, when Jakob Verana was being talked about as coming back, um, I think we were called a couple of uh, silly hearts. You know, you don't, you don't put them Mike. <laughs> you, you, you spread the offense, Mike. This team is golden. We're good to go. 
you you put Verona down in the bottom six. Well, we're a couple of idiots because uh, what did we say? We said the opposite. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Spread spread the offense. Yeah, make sure Verona doesn't get as much ice time as possible. Make sure he's on the ice, always fighting for the puck. Oh, genius! Oh, what a great use of his time. Um, now he did have a wonderful play today, Mike, and I'm going to include that uh, with our conversation here to just kind of put the icing on the cake for uh, how good Verona is, even when he's still trying to get his his feet underneath him. But what the heck? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Like, I I, I get it. Um, we can talk about uh, the goaltending going back and forth. It is. It has just been bad at times. We actually were on four straight games of Nadokovic having good hockey. But let's get back to the original issue with him uh, failing so much was was how often he was playing and technically still a rookie. And he played the most games he's ever played at the pro level. And that's when the descent started. So when we're going to talk about Nadelkovic struggling again today, we can talk about motivation. Well, let's let's talk about how we can't get this goaltending straight. We can't get one goaltender to finish a game, give another guy a night off. It's just and and part of it is because we're trying to like hold on to these games and make sure it's Mike, what is it, 10 to 2 now? Or is it 9 to 2? Uh, another no, one. Look at, look at Antonio. Right before I even asked, he's throwing it in there. It's 10 to 2. He, he put like that comment in there. Way. Are those Wolverine claws down there? I don't know. It's, it's looking badass. Um, Man, I have a question for you. Well, what I wanted to say was like, what are we doing with flip flopping goaltenders so much? Injuries have come into play, but no, no. No coach, I think, has ever done this as often of pulling a goalie and putting the original goalie back into the game. It just, I said it the first time it happened, and it happened twice in a week. I said what it looks like is a guy that doesn't know how to fix the problem. Like, he doesn't even know what the problem is. Right? So now it's happened multiple times. I just, I don't know. So couple that with a decision like this, and tell me that along with all of these players and their effort, that Jeff also hasn't just given up. Also, I, I shout out uh, real quick. Antonio coming from Facebook. Jeff Wilson. Jeff Blashell has to be fired now. Jeff coming from Facebook too. Mike, we never get comments from Facebook. Good to have you boys. Yeah, welcome to Meta, right? Coming back. <laughs> uh, no, my question for you, Matt, is, uh, I mean, if this goalie flip-flapping, um, with these games where we get absolutely annihilated, uh, giving up a touchdown and a field goal, and we still have half the third period to play. I think you and I are in lockstep that um, we don't think that this means that Blaschel's, you know going to be fired uh, March 27th at about 8 p.m. Eastern time. But I think we pretty much guaranteed he's not going to be our coach next season. Right. I, I He'd have to win out his games somehow, which is just – I. <laughs> I can't even yeah, fathom what it would take for him to there. come back next season. But my question for you, watching these goalie flip-flops, um, watching this strange uh, minute dispar- uh, dispersal, um, you know, between people like Ernie, between people like Verana, um, and now we're in the midst of another game where we're, we're giving up, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten, and counting goals. Matt, 
what would it take? Because I think we're in lockstep. The Iserman's not going to fire him right now. What would it take for him to fire him in the next week during this season? Because, I mean, if you're going to say it's the team kind of quitting on him, uh, right. It's, I mean, they haven't publicly said anything. This is a pretty professional locker room. But, I mean, eyeball tests, uh, body language tests. I mean, it doesn't look like they're still gunning for coach, you know. Um, right. So what – what would it take? We gotta at put this our balls on the line for Jeff. For Iserman to finally, you know what? I was putting this off, but damn it, Jeff. God damn it. I let you have five ten to two games this season and you just you had to keep pulling. Huh? You had to keep pulling, and now the trigger's been pulled. You're fired. Matt, what would it take for Iserman to fi- like fire him during this season? Because it, it seems like Jeff is doing everything he can. <laughs> to, to make us uncomfortable with his position as head coach. Oh, gosh. I mean, because, right. Our, our we've coll- run out of we, things. We've collectively agreed that there's nothing, like before we'd agreed that there's nothing he can do. They just want to get through this season. But if we're talking how bad does it have to get for Steve to be like, all right, look, I got to do it. Like, like even in the press conference, he's going to be like, look, Jeff, Literally left me no choice. I had to do it. <laughs> I was trying to be a nice guy. Um, there are right. thousands I, it, of straws in this camel's back. Thousands of them. <laughs> um, I mean, think about think about it, it this way. To, Matt. Think yeah. about it this way. What kind of coach usually gets fired when the you know you're getting you're not competitive anymore? Um, you're losing big games. You're losing at home. Uh, multiple seasons where you're not going to be com- you know competing for the playoffs. Um, looks like the team quit on you. Um, Jeff kind of already has all of those things. So I, I just, is there anything else? I mean, at this point to keep them in the, in the chair. Uh, whoa. Now we're going the other way. Uh, it's just, keep... I, I, man, it's just so tough. Well, I was going to say for, for Steve to really pull the trigger, cause this has already happened, right? We've already gotten destroyed this season right so what is it just like all right he this is the fifth time it's happened in a row you know what i mean like i think it's either got to be something like that or like i mean jeff was gonna look at the numbers and put adam ernie on the first line and be like look lucas lucas uh he hasn't scored last couple of nights uh i don't like what i'm seeing out there uh and and it's just this like healthy scratch Lucas Raymond. Yeah, exactly. No no points for two games for like Lucas Raymond is Jeff's excuse. And he puts Adam Ernie on the first line. Um Verana pulled off the power play. Like I I think this might be me telling like <laughs> how solid Jeff is for the rest of the season. Um because I I mean, right, like the Tampa Bay game, that was palatable like i mean like we're complaining right like we saw this we saw the expect like ignore all the ernie stuff the expected goals for it was 1.67 you're not winning games with that unless you're facing the red wings goaltending right now so (laughs) it's just so uh it's it's so that's a good point like it's a good point too because it's like you know we're, we're in another losing streak um, but somehow, my God, in the Ernie game, which we're going to call it the Ernie game. Right. Um, Mike, man, it was only one. two to one. <laughs> if this, 
if this happens, if <laughs> we pull the goalie, Chewie's thrown out there. Watch him pull the goalie now for an extra attacker, hoping for eight goals. All right, Mike, is this crazy enough for Steve to look at this and be <laughs> top watching this going, all right, come on, Jeff, come on. Uh, Steve, so when, when Jeff pulled the goalie uh, with seven and a half minutes to play, uh, and then you guys ended up losing 22 to two. Um, do you, what was the strategy there from, uh, from Jeff? What do you think he was trying to do? And Matt, I think we'd have to queue up the Nadalkovich trade quote. Cause, uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask him that. Oh man. Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy if you'd have to ask them why, why they were comfortable doing that. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I found it quicker than I thought I would. So I was going to hem and haw until I found that that video. But uh, <sighs> it would just right. be something out of like that. Just it just it's indefensible. And I mean, right now he can still say, you know, I don't have any defensemen. Um, you know, we knew this team had holes in it and it was just a matter of time before the the analytics caught up to us and all those instances in the first half of the season where we were getting lucky, our luck's going to run out at some point. And not only is our luck run out, we've played a really tough part of our schedule and completely bottomed out and <laughs> all those first now, half vibes go away. Matt like, made all those games where we played the flyers where we felt great. Man, we're, we're a Stanley cup contender. We just put a six spot on Philly. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> all those good vibes are gone, man. Oh, Mike, uh, if you could, I'm yes. going to put you on the spot. Can you Please. can you recall, and I'm, yeah. I'm going to use this because I think he's a big enough pro wrestler that this will kind of, this will scale across two different fandoms here. Mike, how, how did Chris Jericho want to go out? Like, how did he, he retires, end of the career. What, what did he always say he wanted to go out doing? Uh... You're really catching me off guard here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know. He always I'm... said he, he wanted to be dragged out of the arena kicking and screaming. Like, that would be his his goodbye to pro wrestling. Like, literally like a child. Oh, like, right. I don't want to retire. I don't want to quit. And he wants security to come out and have to drag him away from the ring. Tristan throws out there, how does Blash go out? In dramatic style. Stripping down to his skivvies, running around the ice, twirling his tie on his finger. I still don't I, know if that's glad. enough, Tristan. Don't Tristan, know if I'm that's glad. enough. I I'm think glad that you landed Steve on would say, Well, you know, these are stressful times. So, Jeff, he just had to cool off a little bit. You know, he had kind of a hot game. And, you know, we'll see him next game. And hopefully he doesn't do that again. I, I was I was trying to say, I'm, I'm just glad that tie landed on his finger. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to be doing a magic mic with that tie, Tristan. I thought it was going to be whipping around on his, on his little blashels down there. <clears throat> Um, yeah, it's, uh, we've got some calls now, actually, uh, what's fun. We've got old calls, I think, uh, wishing that we had gone for Glint. Um, I'll throw out there, uh, they have pretty good goaltending right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd be so <laughs> keen on bringing Glint based on this past season, but Hey, uh, would have been better than Jeff. I think it's maybe the the better point. Um, Tristan, it was his eleventh finger. 
Uh, Curtis is late. See, Curtis, you were yelling at us the other day for coming in. Oh wait, no, we were early, so we've we've we screwed Curtis over again. Um, how's everyone doing? Uh, are we out of donuts already? Um, gosh, I wish I had a donut right now. Curtis, good to have you aboard. Um, wait, is Flash is putting a donut I... on his eleventh finger? <laughs> Telling Steve right, he brought so... breakfast. Right. Like, Maybe that would get him fired. Clearly, this is the best way to get through this, I think, is, is, is laughing. Um, I mean, Blashill should just go to the press conference with the clown nose on. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He's at this that's, point. That's a pretty good not? hunk. Yeah. Um, the NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins as the action rolls on. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big, too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And I'm like, this one, um, uh, forgive me. I, uh, I'm going to take a second here. I'm going to pull this up. We'll start the conversation. I'm going to go to our, our YouTube and, um, see who left us the comment. Cause he wanted us to take a look at this, but I, I might, this is something that I'm kind of like, all right, all right. I, I can actually, I, I'm okay with this. Oh, it's Adam Thomas. Adam, thank you for uh, shouting this out. Um, but he wanted us to take a look at Cider's minutes um, so far this season and kind of dissect, like, what are we doing to Mo? And uh, these last few games, he's been uh, clocked in, right? He had the four-minute um, full shift which uh doesn't do you any favors but i think he's got like 28 minutes mike which is like nearly record breaking uh for 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 a single game he's got 26 minutes clocked in mike he, he every night he's our leading uh, red wing for time on ice you know what Top of mind, how, do you, plays, how do you feel about this arguably he plays more minutes uh than our goaltenders who keep getting pulled out of the game so he plays more minutes than adelkovich probably tonight um what do i think about this um well it's two it's two items right it's it's two items uh one is that my god we may have found you know one of the top 10 defensemen in in the nhl um the other one is necessity because i don't know who my god can you imagine how those many minutes would be divvied up um if cider needed another year of seasoning um i mean there's so many holes defensively. I, I just think that it's it's just kind of born out of necessity. Um, it's supposed it's kind of one of those seasons where we have you know we're not quite playing for playoffs, so you can afford to play younger guys like like Mo and let them kind of make mistakes in uh, 
you know, with live rounds, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's not really anything lost. I think he likes playing a lot of minutes. Um, I, I don't think he's probably ever complained in his life. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's twofold. He's that good, and it's kind of born out of necessity. Um, and, yeah, I I hear you there. I, I think the, the argument um, Adam's coming up with, uh, actually, if I could bring this up, I mean, it, it's it's really, from Adam's perspective, this is another thing to add to the critique of Blaschel and his, his ability to manage a game. Uh, and uh, specifically here, ice time. But, I mean, we could throw in our conversation for goaltenders, goal, uh, goal too. Um, I just, I think this is another one, uh, Adam, uh, to just kind of throw out there, like, the... If I'm gonna take, if I'm gonna bring up the the goaltender issue, I think what I'd want to bring up too is just kind of go back to Jeff and his inability to be creative or like land on that solution or figure out what the problem is. And with that, uh, he's got Mike. He's got one question that's really easy to answer, and I think he he likes hitting that button, right? And I think that easy question is who's the best defenseman. I could put on the ice right now. And it just so happens that Moe's got it locked down on power play and penalty kill, which, you know, only the elites can really do. And um, I think, yeah, uh, what what you said, Mike, uh, you put it more eloquently, born of, uh, born of uh, necessity. You really do need to put Moe out there to have the best chance to win. It's just, uh, I'm, I'm going to come back and I'm going to speak for Adam here. That's, maybe not the best thing in the world for cider and his development where it's not just about getting him, you know, as much ice time as possible when he's as young as he is right now. Uh, So I think, I think Adam, you bring up a great point. I, I think I look at it and I say, it's a no brainer decision for Jeff because what Jeff's doing is trying to hang on to this job. He loves money. I love money. I, I will do anything I can to keep my job. And this is Jeff's best hope to keep his job. So I, I look at it this way. Adam, I think you're right uh, to call that out as uh, potentially hurting. Uh, I, I think we've seen it in the past. I, I can call it out in different sports. Uh, I can specifically call it the Detroit Tigers and Nate Cornejo. Right off the top of my head. Uh, I can't necessarily call that out unless you want to say Philip Aronik uh, has been damaged by all the ice time he's played and kind of missed out on some opportunities to learn. So maybe that's that's one where if you were hoping for more from Philip Aronik, you could definitely point to him and say, man, my, my man played a ton of ice, uh, had a ton of ice time his, his first chunk of years, and now, now he's a sloppy mess out there. You know, at times he looks good, but he's definitely not a first pair defenseman. Um, so yeah, you could call that out. There's there's a at least a, a unique Detroit Red Wings, very recent history. Um what do I what am I trying to say? I, I can't think of the word. Um example, Jesus. <laughs> so I guess you think, uh, I feel like yeah, Mo, I, that's, I that's feel like Mo kind of has it. some some like uh um like some voice on whether or not, hey, um, you know, um, obviously we we kind of need you. Um, you're doing really well. Um, are you going to need any games off? Um, but I, I again, uh, you know, he's 
he doesn't look like he's missed a step all season. I think he's arguably gotten to the point where he looks stronger from game one um, up till now, where it looks like he is, you know, just kind of improving. Um, I think if it, you know, we when we watch him, it, it never looks like he's he's winded or he needs a break. It just kind of looks like, oh, there's our best player, you know, playing as hard as he can on this uh, terrible Red Wing team all of a sudden. So I, I I don't know if I'm really gnashing my molars about it because I, I think it's such a unique situation where he, he is that good. I think he's up to the challenge. Um, and, you know, we've seen other humans bounce off of him, you know, countless times this season in a, in a highlight video that we're still waiting for that montage. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he still looks strong. He doesn't look like he's hit a rookie wall. And I, for the yeah. foreseeable future, I, I don't think that that's going to happen to him. And it's just because he's, you know, we're just kind of lucky to have this superhuman freak um, on our blue line. So, yeah, it, it might be a little irresponsible if it was maybe, a, you know, um, if you want to put it in wrestling terms again. It's why, um, you know, bigger guys get pushed because they um, – you know, as far as winning goes, uh, more TV time goes because they can take bumps um, and they don't feel the damage as much and they can keep wrestling where smaller guys can take bumps and they, you know, hurt a lot more because they're smaller human beings. So it doesn't look like Mo has been through the slog of a full regular season. It looks like he's just kind of getting started. He looks like he's, you know, Mount Mo and yeah, he's just as imposing as ever. It doesn't feel like there's any real uh, nicks in the armor. It feels like he's kind of progressing just fine. I think he is kind of, <laughs> he wishes he could be playing more after 82 games in the playoffs. And I don't know if I could say that about a lot of current Red Wings right now. It feels like a lot of them are ready to <sighs> wave the white flag on this season. So, Well, Mike, I'll, I'll – uh... I'll, I'll say this. I, I think it's really easy to um, to tell Blash like good. Uh, it's gonna sound like, and I'm not insulting your take. I'm agreeing with you. Um, but yeah, it's really easy to tell Blash like good job on that. Uh, you nailed the most cider one. Uh, oh, I don't know if I want I'm giving him credit. Yeah, I, I I just wanted to play this game real quick though. I, I want you to yeah. pick Mike. Who would you rather have on uh, your second line wing? Uh, I'm going to give you two replays, Mike, and then okay. you just you just let me know. I've got one queued up already, so uh, we'll I hope we'll one just... of them's uh, Adam Murray. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, you know what? Let's do that. I, I'm going to do. Let's do Adam Murray first. <laughs> oh, oh, I already guessed it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you, it's fine. I, I wasn't really going to hide it, but it, it does make. Just make sure you have it muted, man, so you don't get canceled. <laughs> We haven't gotten canceled yet. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Uh, Bally is is fine with it, Mike. Uh, this is earlier in the game. This is today's game, Mike. So you you get to pick, Mike. Uh, Jeff doesn't have this luxury. We get to see these replays, Mike, and then you get to pick who's going on your second line for the next game. All right, Walman's coming in hot. I think this was on the power play. You've got your net front presence man, Adam Ernie, out in front, Mike. He's your specialist. He's your net front specialist here. I'm bringing this up too, thanks to Jared, uh, who's uh, who's here. He's here in the chat. I'm just gonna call hey, out one Jared. of his lols up, in the chat. Um, but he said, "Did somebody disconnect Adam Ernie's controller today?" Uh, because, uh, well, well, we got this, Mike. This is there. You go. 
Right, right out front, empty net. Yep, he just there goes the puck. Um... See ya. Go that way. All right, <laughs> Adam Ernie, <laughs> Mike, give it his best effort. I, I would say that's a it's a pretty hot Ernie effort right there. It's it's very puzzling because I I thought maybe there's a a Pittsburgh hockey stick in his way, but the closest defenseman number six, Kent Marino, this sticks behind Ernie, so Ernie yep. kind of comes out. You can see and... Marino's stick is on Ernie's skate right now, so Ernie just needs to put that stick down on the ice and just kind of do like a little redirect. <laughs> he lifts it for some. Okay, he kind of whips. Trying to. That's a whiff, right? Kind of whiffs. Yeah, he's kind of lifting it for some reason. Maybe he thought it was a biscuit and it was going to pop up. I don't know what he was thinking there. All right, Mike. So your other option. All right, that's my one option. You can have. No, I mean, good placement, right? I mean, he's net front guy. He knows where to be. He was right right in front of the net. Perfect. You can have that. Or it sounds like Pee Wee coaching. Look at Ernie Adam was right in front of the net, you guys. That's exactly (laughs) where we coach you. Looks great. Now we got to keep our sticks down. All right, right. that's going to be next practice. Uh, Option number two, Mike. Verana playing the puck. Uh, Pittsburgh is actually pushing the puck back towards the goalie. Uh, Verana still staying in the offensive zone. Uh, So here's option number two, Mike. Just boop. All right, bingo, bingo. There you go. Steals the puck himself, immediately puts it in the back of the nut. Um, Uh Oh, it's not playing for me, man. Oh, it's not? (laughs) Nope. How about that? There you How go. about that? Did that work? Hey, that went in the net. <laughs> can we can we see can we roll it back one more time? Wow. Yeah, I mean here's here's what we're doing. Um we start this replay right at the steal here. Uh I mean, this is all just Verana heads up play. You know, when when people talk about and they gave us a hard time about spreading out the offense, they said, you know, Verana can create offense at any time. He can score at any time. That's why you put him on a line away from Dylan Larkin and Lucas Raymond. You keep them as far away as possible. Now, Mike, do you think these shots, I don't know, might happen uh, maybe by a pass from Lucas Raymond or Dylan Larkin at some point? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it doesn't have to be this to create a 6-2 to two game. I, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. So I, uh, maybe maybe when you got those two guys to pick from, uh, from your who's getting more ice time? Yes, uh, probably. I would probably, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to jump the gun, but I might <laughs> slightly lean towards Verano. I don't know. Um, Again, Mike, let's go. Let's go to we, we can uh, harp here. You know, maybe Verona should have already been back in the neutral zone. Like, that would have been the responsible play here, honestly. And and Ernie was in the right spot. He's net front presence guy. He's he's where he should be. Uh, so, Mike, any any uh, downside? Are you are you going to downvote here? Or uh, any negative points say, to Verona for uh, playing it aggressive here? Yeah, one negative point. Well, they're down um, by five. <laughs> he shoots and scores so quickly. I bet that sometimes we miss some of his goals because they come in and out of the net so fast. <sighs> like it's like those, like uh, Bruce Lee would punch so fast. You couldn't even yeah. tell that he hit somebody like they had to slow down. He had to be told to slow down so we could catch it on camera. Um, and that's what a Verano Richard looks like. It goes so, so you had it in slow-mo and I still couldn't <clears throat> keep track of how the puck went from his stick into the back of the net. 
Jared with a good one here. Ernie cosplaying Abdulkader on that plane. I, I like that. <laughs> Poor Abdulkader. Real quick, too, a uh, friend of the show, Max Boltman, um, had a quick interview um, with Verana, and he was and he was trying to say, man, you know, how do you get such an you know incredible shot? It's a real gift. And uh, Verana was very you know humble about it, and he's just like, well, it's just something I kind of work on. Um, so I take a lot of pride in it and, uh, you know, I, I won't call it a gift. It's just something I work really hard at and, uh, Boltman, I think would echo what all of us who have been watching this guy since his return, he absolutely does work hard, but my God, that is, that is a gift. Um, a lot of people don't have a cannon, um, just when they pick up a piece of lumber and fire it at a net, that is unbelievable, like unbelievably wicked speed, um, that those trucks come off the stick. Um, it's a real treat to watch Matt and, uh, whoo, I, I don't miss Matt at all. So. <laughs> it's not, I know that's not, I don't fair. know where that we don't have anybody who does that. Um, it's, <laughs> we're just really lucky to have that guy in our team. Um, Chewy thrown out there. Rule is keep your stick on the ice. I learned that from, uh, Mike Babcock myself. All right. So we'll, we'll just, uh, we'll blow right over that. To that point, I don't know why I brought that up. Um, <clears throat> Mike, do we have any good news? No. Uh, Red Wing news? Um, geez. Just, just a little bit. Mike, uh, Elite Prospects ran us a little table for the end of the SHL Oh, season. yeah, I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, this is really cool. hey all of your U-22s. Right here, ladies and gentlemen, top point producers here for the SHL. Mike, you count them. You got one. You got two. You got three, four, and five in the top ten for the SHL and all under 22 scorers. Mike, rag on the Red... I almost said the Lions. Woo! <laughs> rag on the Red Wings all, all podcast. Um, I mean, there's some good news. There's some happiness coming our way. Uh, and it's coming from the SHL, hopefully. Um, we could play the game, too. I, we know the statistics of, of guys outside of the first round making it here. Well, let's just, I mean, let's just do it this way. One of these guys, and of course, Simon Edmondson is probably on the top of this list, but one of these guys making it to the Red Wings is still going to solve a good chunk of problems. Right? I mean, like, I'm talking about whoever this guy is. I'm not saying Simon Edmondson will solve it. I'm saying if we could get just one of these guys to be a legit NHLer, and I might sound crazy again, like everyone just saying, well, it'd be great to have Simon Edmondson plus. So many variables could cut into Simon Edmondson being amazing in the SHL this year and starting a game for us. So can we just hold our breath for a second and wait till he plays an NHL game before we annoy him. But um, I mean, this is our this is our good news. This is this is what the game we get to play, though, um, is uh, I would say the, the conservative game, the right game to play. It's crossing your fingers, but it, it looks good, Mike, when you have a full season under your belt and you could kind of judge these guys and, and kind of see what you like and what you don't like. You could see who can produce consistently. And let's not forget, SHL is a men's league. You've got your boys. You got your youngins in there. I mean, of course, these are all under 22, so don't get too excited for anybody who hasn't done the math yet. But um, Elmer Solderblum, Mike. I mean, come on. 
How late in the draft do you have to get picked up and still make a huge difference like this? Um, Johansson still was was talked about in Steve's last press conference. Good chance uh, that we'll see him at least in North America next year. Simon Edmondson definitely in North America next year. And then you can get pretty stoked that William Wallander definitely took some steps forward for a guy who, you know, if you you take a look at – you go back to the draft season, take a look at what was said about William Wallander, and, and you saw a guy that might not be able to produce, and he's producing in a men's league. There you go. And then uh, Niederbach, uh, the tiniest guy of the bunch, 16 points in 51 games. So uh, actually, we should have recapped uh, for the podcast listeners. <laughs> so I, I guess that works as a recap, right? Uh, Soderblom, Johansson, Wallander, Edmondson, and Niederbach, all in the top 10 of, uh, of your under-22 uh shl players point production bingo bingo mike yeah, does this make I mean, you feel any better uh i mean not about the red wings uh but you know for our future <laughs> uh because you get a you know you always hear the names um but it's kind of nice to actually see them you know producing and and being um you know amongst le- league leaders like that um especially our beloved six foot nine unicorn uh six foot eight unicorn and elmer solterbloom um so Fingers crossed that those numbers actually translate um, when he crosses the ocean and tries to save the Griffins and the Red Wings. So, God, was he a was that a sixth round pick? I'm trying to pull him up, but I can't get my my browser to work here. Um, <clears throat> but that's that's your craziest result. I mean, uh, you you also have to take a look at that list of you know that that was a list of like twenty SHL top performing under 22, however many asterisks we need to put on there. Um, three of those guys for us were defensemen. We're not, you know, that's that's not the game we're looking for. We're not looking to see our defensemen lead the league in points. But within that age group, doing pretty hot. I, I'd say this is, this is a lot to be excited about. Um, yeah, it was a sixth-round pick. There we go. Number one, 59 overall. There he is. There's that big, beautiful behemoth. Um, now the, the problem, Mike, with me bringing that up, there isn't too much to discuss about it besides being excited, uh, having all these boys up there again, you, we could kind of talk about how, yeah, you've got number four, number six, number seven, our defensemen there. Um, again, you're not asking them to lead the league in points when they get over here, but still very good at, uh, at producing on a regular basis, uh, in the SHL. Outside of that, I don't know how much further to dive into this, but just to help kind of be like a tissue to, to dry up some of our tears rolling down our cheeks after this game. And I, I think I'm seeing some folks in the chat. I, I definitely had to turn off my stream of uh, of that game. I think it was 11 to 2. Are we all done yet? God, it hit 11? Jeez. Yeah. I had switched it out. Um... <laughs> now, I do have to point out NHL.com has posted, uh, you know, like the, it says, Penguins score 11 and win. Gain in Metro race. Mike, you want to take a stab at the Red Wing they decided to put on NHL.com? The face of the Red Wings for this NHL.com post. Hmm. Matt, is, uh, do I get to pick? Is it someone, uh, a real face of the Red Wings, or is it a sarcastic face of the Red Wings? Ooh, good question. This will nail it for you. Uh, we may have just played a game featuring this feller. Uh, definitely is sarcastic. No. No. <laughs> yeah, it's poor Adam Man, Ernie. they didn't put Adam Ernie on there, did they? Yeah. Oh, no. 
Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's funny. I mean, that, I just, it, uh, some I of this has final. to be. Oh, go ahead. No, I just hope we have a final. So the goal step going in. All right, it's over. Eleven. Yeah, it's over. Woo. Yeah, yeah. That would be funny if NHL.com was just posting. Hey, let's put out this article now. This is done. If it hits twelve, hey, that was John Keating today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did you notice he didn't have his mic on? Uh, <laughs> the second period break. I missed. I missed him mail that in, but I heard him say, uh, "You know, Pittsburgh Penguins when they're up uh, by any kind of goals, it's a record of twenty-six two and one, and they're gonna add to that today." I'm like, hey, damn! I guess this one's uh, over, huh? Change the channel. Supposed to be a company man, Keating. Get us to tune into Bally. What's going on? No, oh, yeah, but, uh, he, I I think he played it right when he kept his mic off. He was probably thinking nobody's tuning into this. <laughs> we get uh, we get a good amount of um, I would say we get a good amount of play. Like if I just do like a replay of uh, one of the the Red Wings goals for the game, and then I put my not funny text attached to it. I think our best one today. Got like ten likes, and usually uh, it's not it's not stopping at ten. So um, I think you you got like I'm. That sounds ridiculous. I'm bringing that up, but that's my point to say that nobody was watching this game or keeping track of it on Twitter. Uh, only only the most hardened of core for Red Wings fandom. Um, I know that uh, Ace Fishing was was uh, tweeting at us about that, and I see Ace in the comments too. Uh, he didn't want to miss the comeback, but um, yeah, John Keating let you know when he kept his mic off and comes back from break. Uh, nothing was happening. Mike, I, can I just throw this out as we wrap this show up? Because I don't, we don't really have too much else to talk about. Um, Calvin Picard, I'm sorry, Pickard, and uh, Alex Nedeljkovic, 692 save percentage and 682 save percentage, respectively, between Pickard and Nedeljkovic. Oh boy. Identical. <laughs> it's uh it's getting ugly out there. Oh boy. This is yeah, and, and like I mentioned, we don't have too much to discuss in this episode unless you guys have some questions you want us to, to tackle real quick. But it's just like this is this kind of feels like you know, uh, we've got a month left, right? Mike, we have 15 games in April. So we're playing a game every other night at the, like, think about the oh. juncture we are sitting at. So the next, the next podcast, what I want to play is, um, you know, what, what are your wishes? What are your Red Wings wishes for the last month? Um, and it, it could be being over. Yeah, it, it can be just get this. Uh, you you kind of took that one away from me. I, I had that queued up as number one. So now we got to figure something else out. Um, but it, you know, it could be, you want to see Bergeron, maybe, maybe you want to see one of these boys from the SHL get kicked out of the playoffs real quick and then make their way out over to Detroit so we can get a sneak peek a Um, you know, you keep your fingers crossed for that stuff. There's gotta be something to keep us excited. Uh, I, I do think I, people give, have given me crap for this before, but I think when you're a GM in the NHL, there has to still be an element of entertainment to it um i mean like look at the ottawa senators was it uh dorian that put out his his full spread advertisement um his full spread yeah a full sheet ever jesus wow <laughs> yeah i mike i love pierre dorian no um he did a full, full frontal, page huh? 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's entertainment. Um, he did the full page ad in the newspaper saying that uh, the the this this was a year ago and Ottawa still stinks, but um, that their unprecedented success was was about to begin you know trying to really you're getting like season ticket holders you're trying to get the buy in there um but you know i i i say that's sort of my outlier that's my goofy <laughs> like uh, all right this is the silly heart example but um i i think if there's something to getting the fans at least to stay interested and maybe get excited for next season i mean there's a couple of moves you could still make and I still think that has to be a part of the GM's job. Some people would tell me, no, that's stupid, but uh, I think you're kind of a silly heart if you think uh, some of that stuff isn't rolling around in the back of their head. Uh, not for 82 games. Not to make sure, you know, that's the number one priority, but I think there's an element to it. Um, I do, well, we do have a question here uh, real quick. I think this is uh, we have some good paperwork we have to get out of the way. Uh, we, we, did, uh, we did get your email there, Tristan. Um, should be on the way. And once I get uh, the first notification, it comes to us. Uh, and then I'll, I'll give you the, the uh, thumbs up on that. So um, it's actually, I, I'm saving myself some money. So I buy it through our own account. <laughs> That's why we get the first email and then you'll get the next one. All right. Um, yeah. Mike, you love it when I pull <clears throat> behind the curtain. Yeah. Everyone likes to see how the sausage is made. Um, <laughs> so right now I think we're by my math. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We're the ninth worst team in the NHL right now. Ooh. Um, so one of your wishes going to be to drop down? It's going to take a lot of magic. Um, yeah. I think we're. I think it's safe to say we're not going to catch, um, like, be tenth worst with the Islanders who have sixty-five points. We have sixty. Um, Anaheim also has sixty-five. But the bummer is the teams that we're counting on to get some wins are Chicago. Um, they have the same number of games played. They have uh, 58 points to our 60. And the only other team that kind of has a chance uh, for us to catch them is Buffalo. Um, but, I mean, they're they're almost in an identical, um, like, trajectory as we are, um, especially with, like, the total season goal differential where whew, we're a negative 64. Um, no surprise after all of our uh, touchdown and field goal losses that we've had this year. Um, but, I mean, our, our closest shot is probably, you know, Chicago and then maybe Buffalo if we can get lucky. Um, so, I mean, we're going to be ninth, you know, eighth or seventh is probably best case scenario. Um, so, you you know, not going to be uh, getting the greatest lottery odds of all time. Um, looks kind of similar to what we had in, you know, past couple seasons. Um, so, didn't want you to think there was, I don't know. I didn't want it to end on such a bleak note, but we're going to be rooting for the Blackhawks. <laughs> you're going to be rooting for Buffalo. Um, all three of them have played 66 games. Again, Red Wings 60 points. Buffalo has 56, Chicago 58. So we're, we're counting on a little <clears throat> Chicago hot streak here as the uh, season oh. winds down. I, I want to see how this affects uh, your thoughts here, Mike. Uh, Ottawa. We've got uh, three games in the next two weeks against Ottawa, including back-to-backs coming up. 
very important for Tim Stutzelow to pull out a couple hat tricks here. Um, <laughs> also, uh, two games against New Jersey, April 24th and April 29th to end the season. Those could be huge. Like, um, I don't know. I think New Jersey, we're, we're, we're too far <laughs> ahead of them at this point, and I think they're going to tank those games to really make sure the Red Wings can't catch them. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be big Chicago fans. We're gonna be big uh, Buffalo fans here for the next couple weeks. So you just lost us a ton of subscribers. Jesus! Oh, I can't believe you said that one. Oh my God! You have to. We're counting Ladies on the draft. I apologize. We're counting on the draft position. We need them to win. Uh, well, <clears throat> Mike, I think. Uh, oh, Jam's got a question here. Do you guys like the Sana Detroit shirt designs? Uh, Jam, I'm going to need a quick response here. Is that the one with like the zombies and the skeletons? Uh, because if it is that one, I shared that on our Twitter account, and I think they are badass, and uh, I, I think they're pretty cool. I, I like them. So, yeah, as soon as this will be fun. Uh, as soon as we get that response, uh, we'll be able to confirm that you guys can go <laughs> check those out. Yes. It is those. Yes, they're they're super badass. Go check out uh, Sana Detroit shirts, you guys. That's S-A-N-A. -A. Um, this is probably JM's store, so go help out JM. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you have to have a password to get one. All right, so JM, Ooh. hit up JM to get that password. He's pretending it's not his store. It's clever marketing technique here by JM. Um all right, and real quick, everybody, if you have a sec, if you could hit that like button, uh, don't forget, subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts, uh, uh, rate us on uh, Spotify, does us the most good for new people finding us. We can grow here. We gave away a couple of shirts in the last episode, um, only because, uh, yeah, we, we we do the ads, right? We, we do, we're presented by DraftKings, uh, so then we could give away stuff. So we could give away more, though, if we had more listeners. So uh, help us out, share, what is, what is it, hashtag uh, grow the show, do that one out there, right? Yeah, help us grow the show, share it with your buddies, share it on uh, Reddit, share it wherever, and uh, yeah, we can give out more stuff. Um, all right, Mike, Matt. you ready to sail off into the sunset? Jared, yeah. all shirts go to Tristan. That's right. <laughs> if you guys could change your name to Tristan, you probably want a shirt from me. Um, I don't, hey, I, I, I played it clean. I, I tried to make sure Tristan didn't win and just came up too many times. So I had to give him another shirt. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm just going to talk myself into a hole here. I'm sure all the podcast listeners enjoy this when they're not a part of the live show. And this is how every single episode ends. It's <laughs> just chit-chatting real quick uh, with everybody in the chat room. All right, Mike, any final thoughts? You guys, you can unsubscribe all you want, but just uh, really oh, make it interesting. Oh. Listen, there's two Chicago Buffalo Sabres games coming out. I don't know who to root for. <laughs> oh, for Chicago's schedule? Yeah. Um, we need both of them to win. This is a nightmare scenario. You just don't want it to go into overtime. Oh, wait. No, you do. I'm sorry. You do. I'm thinking the opposite way. Yeah. Well, you yeah, want, we need both oh of them to get at least a point per game. Yeah, you're back. You're back. <laughs> yeah, go the other way. Yeah. These are confusing you, times. You need it. So, yeah. I'm forcing you to be a, a temporary Blackhawk fan, and <laughs> we need them to get points. It's very confusing times. I know. <sighs>
You know, my I actually don't have the lights on in my office right now, and I just have my this ring light. It really brings out the red in this jersey, like having everything it's pop, off. It's popping right now. Yeah, yeah. good old it's Lucas popping. Raymond jersey, baby. Yeah. All right, I'll let you guys go. This is uh, this is fun. Yeah, let's let's get out of here before tough. I say something. Yeah, they're stupid. tough when we suck. So yeah. We'll have more fun things to talk about. Yeah, next episode, we're going to do our wish list uh, to, for the last month of the season. Uh, I don't know. Mike, should we play it as if we were Steve Eiserman, if we were God, if we were Jeff Blaschel? I think we're going to play it as two people. Okay. All right. I like that. I'm going Man. to be uh, The Rock. No. You have to be... <laughs> no. Matt, you're going to play it... We know, okay, Matt, you get to do your wishes, but I want you to do it as Iserman, and I also want you to play it as Nadelkovich. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't, I'm, I definitely have zero idea how to improv that one, but um, we'll That's figure it out. That's why you got a whole three days to figure it out. All right. <laughs> got to hit up YouTube and the Nadelkovich uh, conversations. All right. Um, Last thought belongs to Warrior Spirit. And he throws out came in late, Warrior. We already we already decided it's done. Blashel's gone, but he's he threw in one last fire Blashel. Appreciate you, Warrior. Subscribe and you won't miss the next one. Alright, everybody, thank you. Have a good night. <laughs>